0: Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle 35-30, Damian Williams 20, stays in bounds 15-10-5, touchdown,
1: Kansas City! Damian Williams touchdown! Here viene el Williams, acelera
2: Williams, tiene el primer diez. escapa a la 20, a la 10. Uh,
0: that Williams, uh, to that's that's course touchdown. Daniel Williams runs to immortality, and Chiefs Kingdom get ready to welcome your champions!
1: Hello again Chiefs Kingdom, uh, Duncan here with the Arrowheads About podcast. Uh, I say it again because um we're just off of doing 10 minutes of some of the best Chiefs Raiders analysis that you'll never hear um technical issues, scuppered that one. Uh, we've put a pound in the meter, so for here we go again <laughs> for take two. Um, we've got Neil here. Hello. And Tomo. Hello. So um as we were saying, we've been trying to uh decipher just what went wrong with the um with the Chiefs uh Raiders game. Um our conclusion was that we're not entirely sure. Uh <laughs> Cutting on, on, analysis. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like I said, 10 minutes of the best stuff you'll never hear. Um, like I said, the game on paper, if you if you rewatch it, um, it's not a game that we should lose. Um, not a game that we should lose. Uh, it's not a game that um, we expected to lose, yet somehow it was a game that, well, did we lose it or did the Raiders win it?
2: I think the Raiders won it. I think that would be a very mm. fair thing to say. And... Um, you, you don't expect Derek Carr to win games because he's, he's Derek Carr, but, uh, it, the, the big difference between the two teams was he made the deep throws that Mahomes didn't, or at least Mahomes made one and it got called back for a penalty and that took a, a good chunky yardage off the board, but the one to Ruggs, the one to Aguilar, that both ended up in like long touchdowns. They were the difference in the
0: game. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, we just, we dared them to dare to do, and they did. And you just got to respect that that it happened. Um, we don't think. I think we came to the conclusion that Spax probably didn't do necessarily the wrong thing. He, he dared him to do something he's never done before, and he managed to do it. I mean, could we have adjusted a little bit quicker? Maybe um, was the blind coverages yes, but the, all round there was elements of our all round play that just wasn't good enough the pass rush wasn't good enough the coverage wasn't good enough on the back end it's probably the quietest game I've seen from Tyron Matthew in a long time same goes for Frank Clark we had one splash play from Chris Jones um, probably our biggest offensive play is called back for PI and then after Sammy Watkins and Assembly go out it's, it seemed relatively quiet and it's just it's, the one thing one positive thing was it just seemed like an all-round bad performance and an all-round good performance from the Raiders and those two things just haven't mixed this time round and I'm sure when it comes to playing them next time that if there was any complacency there that the Chiefs aren't going to do that again and we were absolutely smacking the 40 points to 10 that we were expecting.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have we spoke a couple of weeks ago and we, we've ended up with the egg on our face because we were pretty adamant that there was no way of stopping this team. We couldn't necessarily see any or certainly not in the in any of the fixtures, you know, coming up that we, that we would kind of slip up like this. Um, to me, it seems that the if the Raiders have uncovered a blueprint in inverted commas, for beating the Chiefs if the, is that you need to bring your A game, have your your quarterback hitting every throw that he that he needs to, and hope you catch the Chiefs on an off day.
2: I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah
1: you mentioned Tom there are quite a a list of things that could have <laughs> gone could have gone better and that that, that leads me really nicely to a question we asked on our, our social media and i guess within our within our own um whatsapp groups kind of if you could take one aspect of the game one aspect of the chief's performance and improve it what would it be and i think the result the result's not surprising to me because I think I agree with it, but it's surprising in a sense that the the o line was a fairly unanimous um choice, mm-hmm. which I agree with, it wasn't great. But is it strange that in a game where we've lost, where we've, we've given up 40 points, which is double the average that we've given up for the last six or seven games, whatever it is,
0: that we that we think that the O-line is the problem? Yeah, I think, it's, for me, that's very surprising. I didn't, didn't actually know that, that that had happened. I think the initial reaction was Over the top, and uh, we said this before we we lost the previous recording. That was the O line bad, or was Pat just running about, like trying to make something happen, and was he bailing from pockets too quickly and stuff? And the 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 real answer is probably somewhere in the middle. We've we've let the Raiders put forty on us because there was no pass rush. In in my opinion, if 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 the pass rush was there you're telling me that Derek Carr's going to stand in there and throw those those deep balls as easily if you've got a pass rush in his face, I'm not necessarily sure that he'd have the ability to do that um, so I am quite surprised at the end of the day most of the time we play the Raiders, if we put up 30, we've won the game so you can't win many games by conceding 40 points Like even as the Chiefs but if we've got to go beyond 40 we're more than capable of doing it and Obviously, that would that's highlighted by us not doing it. That our offense wasn't up to up to par, but they still put up thirty points. You know, like even by half-time, we had
2: twenty four, and Mahomes had thrown for. What did we say it was earlier? Two hundred and 200 something. Two thirty. Two forty. "Yeah." Um, it's not like we played badly the whole game. Like the first half, we had. 14 carries for 73 yards at 5.2 of flip and Mahomes was 14 of 27 for 237 and a touchdown like that's a good game for a lot of teams Um, but it's just second half was just awful Um, and and I'm sure losing Watkins was part of it and I'm sure losing Assembly was part of it as well Um, but you can't go scoreless for as long as we did and expect to win games um, just it doesn't happen often enough. No,
0: that was a, it. Was a poor period of play in general. Which you know, I I don't want to sit here and say start criticizing the offense when you know the way they play is is absolutely ridiculous at points. And we we put twenty one points up against the Raiders in a quarter last year. So 28. 20, 20, 20, <laughs> 28 is even more yeah. even more ridiculous. So. Yeah one of those things for me it's just an all-round bad performance and it's not it's we don't need to have like a crazy reaction to this like was the pass for us not great yes but you still got frank clark and chris jones there and taco charlton's been good and arthur's been good Uh, it's just one of those games you know the the secondary isn't just all of a sudden bad like (laughs) it's it's just one of those games for me that we just need to put behind us it's been a weird season weird things are going to happen and i think we just need to look forward
2: that the secondary played like a team that hasn't invested a great deal of draft capital and our free agency <laughs> money in in the secondary that you know at some
0: stage that was gonna happen mm. i think i think the most surprising thing was I mean, well not surprising in terms of the game i don't think it was surprising but Ward being taken out of the game is is like pretty wild, really. When you think about how how he's been our best in quotation marks cornerback for the last two years, Probably. it's quite wild to think that he got taken off the field because his performance was, I guess, that bad. But he was on single coverage against Rugs with no <laughs> yeah. help. I
2: mean, what what the hell do you expect, like? good luck rugs is fast he's real fast
0: um i mean yeah i mean we've done it to enough teams haven't we with tyreek hill so yeah. a bit of a taste of our own medicine i just think sometimes the raiders are just trying to be a mini chiefs with some of the things that they do and like i don't i think if they get if they get a better quarterback with with rugs and you compare them together and he can have the same impact that Tyreek Hill has then it is going to open up their offense and they've got their got their tight end that they really like and there are pieces there for the Raiders that do make them dangerous in these sort of games but they're the Raiders so they might have a game like this they'll probably lose next week to whoever they've got the worst team in the world and just look absolutely useless uh, it was funny when I was watching the game last week,
2: um, Chloe, my seven-year-old daughter, was watching it with me and it got to half-time and it was her bedtime and she was like, Daddy, are the Chiefs going to win? I say, like, yes, because they're playing the Raiders and the Raiders always no, find yeah. a way to lose, so <laughs> I'm I confident you can go to bed knowing that we're going to win the game. And follow morning, did we win, Daddy? No, we didn't. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. And to, to add to the the, the ballsy first half uh, comments. I think I'm pretty sure I was saying that quite. I was actually, even though Carr was, was hitting a lot of his throws, you actually think, fine, let him do this for an hour because he can't do it for an hour. No, you know, something will go wrong. Um, it just didn't. Uh, the Raiders will find a way to raid, yeah. Out. We were yeah, waiting exactly. for that,
0: yeah. waiting for that pick six from, <laughs> from Derek Carr that just sparks the uh, the crazy. Chiefs 24, because you've always 24.
2: seen it he's always done it you know this is the first time he hasn't screwed up a game against the Chiefs
1: is it um, I saw I mean, I've seen some folk online suggesting that perhaps it's because there's no crowd in that he doesn't you know it's the noise that gets to him um,
2: possibly
1: I don't know Um
2: doesn't sound very happy no no she's really. uh, <laughs> she probably <laughs> just she's, watched uh, the I, game she's, yeah she's <laughs> really watching the highlights <laughs> so,
0: She's not, she's not having the greatest. She's night. doing better than me.
1: Uh, I, I, hopefully, hopefully she's watching the game and not listening to me uh, <laughs> talking about it, and that's what's upsetting her. Uh, she has company now. We'll, we'll be okay. I mean, I guess, I guess we're. It's probably a good thing, why that we're recording on Thursday night and not in kind of in the immediate aftermath. Uh, I guess the the dust settles a little bit, and kind of the instant emotional reaction goes away, and you can kind of look at it more dispassionately yeah exactly it's just a it's, it's, it's a bad performance it, it will happen um, they, you know you, you can't spot any team in the NFL 40 points and you know uh, and think you deserve to win because yes there are some bad teams but you give a team 40 points you've made it hard for yourself from the, from the get go hmm. yeah. I'd be
2: interested to look up how many teams Win when the opponent scores forty points. I don't think it'd be that many.
1: No, and I think that you know we're getting back to why a lot of folk, including including us, perhaps think that some of the the problems are on offense and on defense. I think that's that's where the Chiefs are kind of a victim of our of our own success. Or pa- Patrick Mahomes is a victim of his own success. In that, like say, you looked at the you look at the numbers, and it's not that bad a game um yet we're going oh he's only scored 30 points he's not scored 40 50 60 however many you know points he's not he's not doing all these ridiculous patrick Mahomes things to um you know to to put the team on his back and um and get a win and maybe we can't well we shouldn't expect him to do that every week it's not it's
2: not realistic to expect him to do it every week is it i mean there's there's going to come times where it's not going to happen. You just hope they're not in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, just got to hope that they can they can figure these things out now, and us having these issues earlier in the season, um, hopefully mean that they don't come up in the playoffs. Or at least, if they do come up in the playoffs, we can find solutions to them as well. But um, where where do the solutions come now? I mean, you sit, the mm. offensive line
2: isn't playing well, and it certainly guards with assembly gone, is starting to look a bit thin. Yeah. Where's the help coming from?
0: Uh, Without getting as long-winded as I did in the last podcast, I'd like to see some more um, design plays for Clyde Edwards-Hale where he's not the last read or a a dump-off route. Um, I'd like to see him be Mahomes' first or second read, um, which design which are designed to get the ball out of Pat's hands quicker so he doesn't have to sit in there as long. It gives um, Clyde the ball in space so he can do his work hopefully a little bit better. Uh, that would be my, my first solution, trying to get the ball out quicker instead of trying to throw crazy deep outs all the time, which I guess is an issue when you go behind, I suppose you're trying to you're trying to get back into the game, you end up naturally throwing more, throwing deeper. So that's an approach we can take in games where we're up or level or those sort of situations but I mean the other solution's left balling <laughs> it
1: Well I think we'd uh, I think we'd say we'd speak a little about him. It's uh <laughs> Just say it's what done. ten ten past ten on Thursday night it's what's this the fifteenth of October and as it stands the last I can see on social media is that it is between us and the dolphins?
0: How is that the option? It's not a choice. Well, <laughs> us and the dolphins.
1: So, um, jeez. I mean, first off, um, do we want him? I'm going to do. Want we need would, him.
2: What, want would be a strong word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. We, I, I came around... I mean, initially when he uh when he was up for trade I guess and then released because they couldn't get anyone to to trade um <laughs> I think I was uh in a firm no but I think the more I thought about it you, um he he makes us a better team it's a different it's another option it's someone who I guess he's he's very much like the player that we think we want Clyde Edwards-Hillier to be so if he's willing to come in and and help in that regard then uh, for what I guess is the vet minimum contract Um, Mm. or apparently that's what the chiefs are going to pay him apparently there's now uh, a bidding war and that's where I I don't think we're in in. bidding war well he's it depends who you read online apparently there's there's I was under the, the assumption that he was on a vet contract a vet minimum contract because any money would be offset against what the jets have paid so obviously there's then no incentive for any team to put more cash on the table because levin Le- 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 bell's getting no it's gonna get like 8 million anyway isn't he yeah but apparently that's not the case apparently he can negotiate money because the jets have paid up his contract or whatever so um
0: i think the decision is between money and winning uh i think it's a low risk deal in terms of it's, it's a very vici type deal if you're going to go and do it because. We're not giving up an asset to get him. We haven't got the Jets contract to take on board, so you can't just get him at that vet minimum. That vet minimum. Well, I don't know if we can get him because the Dolphins might decide they want to pay him a load of money, which you know that that's on him, and he's got to make a decision where he wants to go. I mean, if he hasn't got he hasn't got a ring, so if if winning's what he's after, then you come to the Chiefs. Um, if. Ah. I don't really know the incentive to go to the, the Dolphins apart from money, and obviously, money's a massive factor to him, so maybe he goes there. Uh, for me, I'm in a boat where I don't really. Uh, I'm not really bothered which way this turns out. If he joins us, it's going to help us. If he doesn't, then, well, it's, it's not. We didn't have him last week, so it's not the be all or end all of our season. It'd just be nice. I don't think uh running back room's up to much after Clyde, um, and that's. A lighter term than I put it earlier, but I don't think I don't think our running back room is as good <laughs> without him. So if you've got him and Clyde edwards Hilaire in a rotational system, I think that's good. But at the end of the day, we still I use both of them, so it's I'm not fussed either way really. I, I think I do think it'd be nice to have him though because I think it helps. And should anything happen to Clyde, then he steps in. You know it just i just think it i think it would be a good move but at the same time if we don't get him it's not it's not going to define our season
1: yeah i'd go along with a lot of yeah, that i think i would agree um, we'll not spend too much time talking about leaving bell because if the if the, the deal is as imminent as um as folk think then there's a big chance we're already out of date in most people's ears. i was just mm-hmm. thinking earlier it's a little bit ironic that we sat uh and shattered in the off-season um about the Chris Jones contract situation and how we didn't necessarily think that Le'Veon Bell was the um, was, was maybe the type of person he should be referencing during his contract talks when all that stuff was going on. And here we are now thinking, hmm, might be nice if Levian Bell <laughs> came to join us. Um,
2: One plus to Le'Veon Bell joining us would be compensatory picket after the season. So if, if he signs for us to the end of the season, becomes a free agent, and he's earned himself a good money deal somewhere else by contributing with us, then maybe we pick up a fourth round compensation pick next year for him. That 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 gets some value to us then beyond mentoring slash um, giving a break to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, but t- to be honest, I don't see him making a huge difference to our season. I, I think Suggs made more difference to our season last season than Le'Veon Bell would. This season
1: yeah yeah, and it's uh, it, we need to be mindful of of not getting on the bandwagon again, of assuming that every um veteran is going to come in and hit the same way, you know um I think uh there's a lot of baggage that comes along with um leaving Byrne that has to be weighed up against what he may or may not produce on the field.
0: I think the thing, I think the one thing to look at is that the reports that initially came out, it, it, it's like, it seems like we're like the arsenal of, of, the, of the NFL. It's like <laughs> any player that come out, we just like the fan base just absolutely pounces on any free agent. I mean, cornerbacks <laughs> especially, but on Twitter, we just pounce upon any sort of free agent. And then when it like, I didn't, really believed this until probably about 12 o'clock this afternoon because it's like this is just fan speculation and then it starts to come upon in a on it we go oh wait they actually kind of want him and i was like oh okay i was like so if andy wants him then i'm kind of in <laughs> like i'm not do you know what i mean so if, if, if andy genuinely has interest in him and, and brettvich want him then you know it's if it's something they want and they think he can contribute to the team, then why not do it? I, just... I I didn't.
2: I was similar. I didn't take it seriously until I was on my way home from work and I was listening to Terrace and Charles on the uh, the Yahoo Sports podcast, and they were like, "Yeah, this is a really good idea. We're really keen on this to happen." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> maybe it's not such the worst idea in the world then." I Haven't listened to that yet. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they, could do, they do a good fifteen minutes yeah, on Levy and
0: Bell. Uh, that's interesting.
1: Uh, we're, we're definitely one of the names that they that they um, throw out there as a as a serious landing spot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thinking of speaking of things we need, we should take seriously. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills. Um, mm-hmm. Who? I guess we we'll have to play. talk talk about. Uh, I guess just to wrap up the route the Raiders game, we'll have to do without assembly. and um, I guess Sammy Watkins, those. Watkins is not on IR yet but I guess everyone's... Two weeks, three yeah, weeks, he's right. not going to play though is No, no, we're expecting him to be out so, I mean we, we spoke about the O-line earlier, um, having some, or being a, a, perhaps a, what should we put it, if it was at work what would it be called? A Revolving Development door. opportunity, that's what you'd call it, corporate <laughs> speak, right? Um so I think that Andy Reid's already said the next man up is Mike Remmers, which I guess is to be expected, um, but where, where do you think that leaves us?
2: Uh... Not good, <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest. I, the middle of the offensive line is an issue. The tackles are having trouble with how far Mahomes is dropping by the look of it. and. Mahomes is dropping probably further because the middle of the inter or middle of the line is an issue and he's trying to buy time dropping deeper and that's just given the tackles problems and it it just all compounds on itself. If the middle of that line isn't holding up then you know, it it just influences everything. Um I I don't see Rem as being Any great improvement over assembly, so I I I think that problem's going to continue for a while. Um, I don't see it coming better anytime quickly.
1: I guess we've got Martinez Rankin to come back as well, but he's I guess a few weeks out. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Do do we have a timeline on him? Yeah, but hasn't he missed like a whole year as well? So it's not you can't expect a dude to come back with no offs. You know, like I think we're expecting a lot for him to come in and plug that gap and be what we need him to be, which is, is a bit worrying. What's yeah. what's uh left pass blocking like? <laughs> 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 Leaving yeah. into block. I mean so so we've got we've got issues there,
1: um uh, and we, we spoke a bit on that uh on our uh, aborted effort uh about who we thought might step up for Sammy Watkins mm. um, on the assumption he doesn't play. So what do you what are you guys expecting um to see in the uh in the pass game?
0: In terms of who's going to replace... Yeah, who's Kings going to replace or or how, how does I he think...
1: change the... I guess either, do we have a, mm-hmm. does someone step up to be a light-for-light light replacement or
0: does it change the, the way we go about things? I, th- I think it might naturally change the way they go about things. Like, uh, we spoke about Byron Pringle. I'd, I'd love to see Byron Pringle given a go in that position for a whole game where he gets targets because he looks really solid to me every time he's, he, he gets the ball. He seems to have some good speed... Um, I think he's really solid, and I just—I wonder whether he's just not had a chance to shine. And with Watkins out, he'll get his chance. Um, Worst-case scenario for me would be seeing Robinson there. Uh, just, just really, really worry about his general ball security and catching, which isn't ideal for a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we just might see a lot of sweeps with Hardman and Hill. Um, to get us going this week, I think that's what we need. We need quick, easy completions and get get the ball going, get the ball moving out. You know, we don't necessarily need to hit thirty yards deep, but yeah, for me, I'd I'd really like to see Byron Pringle giving a go. Yeah,
2: hundred um, percent behind all of that.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I guess we've not
1: um, in our kind of Raiders uh, review, we we didn't really mention kind of drop catches, but that's another mm. development opportunity. Um, For the for the offense for for next week, I mean, I think, uh, is it Nick Kaiser? You know, was it third and twenty? Oh, he had a a drop on. Um, You know that that's a that's a that's a big game changer that one. Um, You know, so it's kind of these small moments that you. um,
2: But then, what's Nick Kaiser doing on the field on third and
0: twenty in the first place? It's ridiculous. It just makes you think sometimes because when when I saw that play. I didn't. I didn't know it was him on the field. So I was like, "Bro, Kelsey just dropped that." I was like, "How has he dropped that?" It was, uh, and then, and then obviously turns out it's Nick Cousins. Like, it, exact same thought process. You like, what? Why is he on the field? Because he's not. He's not staying into block. No. So he's I'm twenty no, I'm, I'm yards downfield. Down, so yeah, so what's, what's, what's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it seems a very very strange one. I mean, maybe by design. He goes unnoticed because he's the least fret. I mean, that did kind of happen. But if you can't catch the ball, it's pointless. Yeah. So is
1: that again another word that we we've not used yet? But I've seen thrown about and perhaps in the immediate aftermath, less than you know later in the week. But complacency um, is that a case where we just thought that we could throw anyone out there and and beat the Raiders or? Andy Reid's second-guessing himself too much?
2: I think the latter is more likely than the former. Andy has a track record of having some strange play-calling games. But I, I, I don't think... My, like, the, the leaders in the locker room, I don't think they would let complacency keep in. Patrick is a leader. Uh, Honey Badger is a leader. I think Chris Jones is a leader. Um, I think there's enough strong characters in there. Frank Clark's another who they, they set a high standard and they don't let people drop below it. Frank Clark was going nuts on the sideline at times, um, on Sunday. Now that didn't help in the net result, but I, I, I don't think complacency was the issue there. I, I'm not sure about Andy's play calling at times, but he he is a genius, so I'm I'm in no position to second-guess him at the end of
0: the day. And this yeah. is quite a big game. So, you know, it, we turned up against the Ravens, which is a, which was the big one so far, and then this is another big one. You know, like, uh, we want to beat the Raiders every time we play them, but it, it, it's one loss with a 4-0 and and you lose that game. It's The season isn't getting defined on that Raiders game. No, it might have a big impact at the end of the season should you lose the Bills game so hopefully these guys are if there was an element of capacity they should be locked in for this one because this especially coming off of wake up call loss you'd hope that the guys are pretty pissed off and pretty focused coming into this game
2: If you think about it like from the five games this season we didn't play great against the Chargers we scraped to win we didn't play great against the Patriots we won not as comfortably as the scoreline would suggest we didn't play great in this game and we lost so there's 3 out of 5 games where we haven't played great mm. now we the texans aren't very good um and we absolutely hammered the ravens in a you know an absolute masterpiece of a game mm. so we we've had one really good game against a good team one good game against a bad team and three mediocre games that's that's not a great record to be saying you know we're doing really well
0: here it's not but as long as we win those big games then we should be okay because this team's capable of getting to 10 wins pretty much no matter what how we play um, and we just got to make sure we keep continue to win these big games because you don't want to be like the Ravens where you're a flat track bully against all these trash bag teams and then you, you roll up at Arrowhead <laughs> in January and you get beat So or whoever else they play but you know I, I'm 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 happy with the Chiefs. Like we had this last year. There was games last year where we were like, what is going on? Why is why is the offense not firing? There was problems all over the place. There was injuries. Pat got injured. There's all this adversity, and then it all comes together at the end of the season. Like It was the, the Colts the,
2: and Texans games early last season, weren't they? They were really, bad. But... Yeah.
0: And, and uh, they haven't had an off-season as well. And I think just the more these guys play together, and, and hopefully you know the talent's going to shine through in most of the games after... By the fourth quarter, the the talent should have shown through, and for whatever reason, it didn't against the Ravens. But I'm I'm just hoping that they keep keep this habit of turning up for the big games because you beat the Ravens and the Bills, then we're in a really really yeah. good position in the yeah. AFC. Yeah, we certainly need to to get to the end of the season with with some wins, and um,
1: I guess the Bills are the next up. So speaking of teams coming off for loss, they they the, you know they got absolutely spanked by the the Titans. Uh, hmm. On Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night. Monday night. Yeah. Tuesday night? Tuesday. No, yeah. Twenty twenty man. Um yeah, I mean I kinda of, I watched some of the, the highlights about that and they were never really in that game. Um yeah. I, I mean Josh Allen's been thrown about as a as an MVP name. <laughs> um and I my my take on Josh Allen is that good Josh Allen is very, very, very good.
0: But bad Josh Allen
1: is very, very, very meh.
0: I think um, he's got some, some bizarre stuff in him, hasn't he? I think he's got... A, he's got a two or three season. plays a game where you go, yeah. what were you thinking?
1: I think so. And I guess that's... Um, I mean, looking at where we can take advantage um, of that, I think that's where we can beat the Bills. I think that's what we need to do, is to take advantage of those moments, whether it's Tyron Matthew or someone else in the kind of um, in the secondary... You know, making the making the pick when, you know, when he throws up the chances.
2: Um, when Sneed back, is he back this week? I, did, I think we'd have heard more if he did. Was, he not, if he
1: went to IR, is it not three weeks off? Was it? Three,
2: did he go to IR? Yeah, IR is three weeks. Yeah. So he,
1: that was in the third week. So he
0: should, this week will be. It's at least this week. I think he's out. Okay. So whether he even comes back and he's able to do what he was doing before as well, it might take. Slightly longer than that, but yeah. Um, yeah, with Josh Allen, it it does seem like he's got those plays in him, and he's managed to suppress them for <laughs> so far this season. But it's it's a very weird game that that Titans game because as far as I'm aware, their facility was closed. Now, remember what they were doing extracurricular then might <laughs> might get them in a bit of trouble. But as far as we're aware, they didn't prepare for the game, so it's a bit of a strange one for a team to not be able to prepare for a game and then. And then come out and absolutely smash the bill. So you wonder what's going on there as well. Um, I, I hope they have the same issues against the Chiefs because if Ryan Tannehill can exploit, you know, there were some deep passes in there from Tannehill. So hopefully, hopefully we can do more of the same to them.
1: Yeah, I mean we don't. Uh, I mean we've spoken about uh, the running back situation. We we don't have uh, a Derek Hebney to unleash <laughs> um, on them. I think it's safe to say so. Uh, I think we'll need a slightly different game plan to
0: to to take them apart um, so you're saying Claude Edwards isn't going to uh, stiff arm a dude <laughs> <What? That laughs> was into next week I, I saw that and I was like
2: there's children watching like he oh don't do that to the guy like, that was just abusive
1: I know, I'm, I'm a massive fan of a stiff arm I just, I just think that that's one of the finest things in this in this sport and that was just a wonderful example. Like it was just even, disrespectful, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean he didn't even like he did it was weird. he didn't look to be moving that fast. <laughs> right? He didn't he didn't even like he didn't take much of a backswing to do it, right? The boy was just running up to him and he just went, Oh, no. Not anymore. Nope. That just was he just can't, I used to to play a bit of rugby when I was young and I was nine ninety nine times out of a hundred Josh Norman rather than Derek Henry in that situation and every time you're told you have to get low you stand up to these guys
0: and they will just hit you in the chest and that's what happens. Um, I think that's the reason that I didn't play rugby because if it was 99 times out of 100 for you Duncan. not it was definitely 100 out of 100 if I'd have been playing so yeah. <laughs> definitely I mean swerved I think you? I think
1: I would be slightly concerned about, I mean as much as I'm a, I'm a fan, guys like Dan Sorensen and we spoke about Ben Neiman as well. You know, perhaps being some of the um, the breakout players for the year, they have not been. Or, I wonder if just Sunday was perhaps them reverting to type they'd be playing above themselves, and maybe that was just a reverting to the norm. But as much as I love them, they are not the biggest dudes in the world. And if Derek, um, well, I guess we're not playing Derek Henry, but someone like Derek Henry does that to them. I just suspect we might never see them again in a football <laughs> pit- field. Um, and they
2: dealt with him in the playoffs last year, no problem.
0: Well, yeah, yes, very yeah, much, yeah. Frank Clark had some words for that man. Yeah, yes, yeah.
1: yeah. So, actually, sorry, we're, we're, we're digressing because it's the Bills that we're <laughs> yeah, playing in the Bills all <laughs> <were wrong, laughs> <and getting>, uh, <laughs> Just getting big, massive man crushes over <laughs> Derek Henry's stiff arm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, wh- where do you see this game being won or lost, I guess? Um, I think we're of the opinion that it's it's weirdly we're of the opinion it's a harder game than the one we've just come off having lost that one. Yeah, but I, th- I think the Bills are a better team than the Raiders. Um, uh, before the season
2: started, I went on the Bills UK podcast and talked a bit of kind of Chiefs Bills and how I thought it was going to go. And I didn't like the matchup at the time because it was a Thursday night. Um, and we were traveling and we just played the Raiders and the Bills when it, I remember watching them in the playoffs last year and thinking they're they're a good wide receiver away from being a good team and then they went out and signed Stefan Diggs who is a very good receiver and having watched kind of a bits of them this this um this season going they're still a very good team um I worry about this game at the start of the season I had this down as one of our three losses in our 13-3 season which I'm still fairly confident we're going to get but I could still see us losing this game Like I'm slightly less concerned because we've got that extra bit of time and we can actually prepare properly for it but at the same time I can see circumstances where we lose this game without a doubt
0: See like I'm almost like more confident after losing to the Raiders because it's one of those strangers, I just don't see the Chiefs losing two games in a row like, I think that's a massive wake up call losing to the Raiders and I think that really psyched them up and get them really really locked in because you can't you know, the, this team seems to feed off being that that best team, they, they want you know, to show everyone and losing to the Raiders is going to really really piss them off and I don't think you want it to be that team that's going to get the wrath the next week and then you've got the Bills coming off a really strange performance against the Titans as well, um, and I'm sure they'll want to bounce back and all that as well, but I, I, just, I just trust Patrick Mahomes and co. I don't think Tyron Matthews is going to stand for it again. I don't think Frank Clark, Chris Jones, these guys aren't going to stand for that type of performance again, and it's kind of made me more confident in this game. I think they're going to go in and and really like hammer on the bill I, I don't know why you'd like you really would have thought that would have made it made them made me less confident but for some reason it's gone the opposite way <laughs> I, I'm just looking we're
2: four-point favorites mm. which
0: I'm quite surprised by
1: I wonder where that was before Tuesday no I, I think I'm, I'm similar to, to you Tom I think that I mean we said before that right, losing to the Raiders is never good right so putting that on the record But that, notwithstanding, it wasn't the worst game for us to lose in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. If it, if some people are right and we did have a little bit of overconfidence or rust or, I don't, we we don't like complacency, but whatever it was, if there was just something not quite right about about us, that's a good, it's a good time to lose it, to lose a game, you know, and get that kind of wake-up call because you've done... Got time to motor into the, um, you know, to the to the back half of the season when you know things get really serious. Um, mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, the Raiders are not a challenger to us. Right? We're not; they're not going to win this division. They're not going to be. We're not going to go into week twelve. Both looking at like eight and three records or whatever it is. Um, you know, they're just not going to be challenging for the division. So, if you had to pick one game to lose from the first few. Right. Ravens, we don't want to lose to them, we've got the one seed to, to, to go with. Patriots, nobody wants to lose to the Patriots. The Bills, as it stands, they're pushing us. You know, they're gonna be um pushing for the one seed as well. So, you know, it's not in the grand scheme of things, it's not the worst game to lose. So you're right, I think that we we're a team that plays well when they've got a chip on their shoulder. And I think if that hasn't put a chip on their shoulder and want to put put the record straight, and I don't think anything will. So, I'm with you. I think I think we're going to come out all guns blazing and I think that um, the first the, the very early drive from the Ra- the Raiders game where we hit hell long and then got called back and then we seemed to go into a shell a little bit um, I think we might just have a, a game like that where it's full throttle from the start get a lead and maybe stay there
2: I think that's how we have to do it though. I I think we have to turn it into a shootout and I agree. Wait for them to make the mistakes. Uh, we say Josh Allen's got a few, you know, crazy plays in him and not crazy in a good way, like Mahomes crazy in a bad way, um, kind of Derek Carr style. You you've got to turn it into a shootout and let him make those crazy plays and turn them into points for us.
0: Yeah, I think the first the first offensive drive could ease a lot of my concerns because if if we look like we can move the ball, then I'm gonna be instantly a lot more confident because exactly like you said Neil, if we can get if we can get ourselves into a shootout with them, I think Josh Allen will make more mistakes than Patrick Mahomes. And Josh Allen, when he makes the mistakes, they usually end up with the ball going the other way. So there's there's some smart guys on our on our defence and you know the secondary wasn't up to much and hopefully they'll want a comeback game. Um Tyron Maffey had one of his, his quietest games as a Chief I think against the Raiders and I think that hopefully if he's around the ball <laughs> we could see him running back the other way like he did against the Patriots. Right. Okay, so As we think about wrapping up uh, I'll give you guys a minute to think about score
1: predictions but before that why don't we all nominate one player to watch for the Chiefs, who are you most excited about seeing against the Bills on when are we playing uh, Monday evening? Monday evening. Oh, we we'll need to speak about that as well. Right. Yeah. Who's your Who's
0: your one to watch? Uh, go with you, Tom. Uh, Left bow. Uh, I think. I <laughs> 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 yellow kidding. card. Um, no, I'll go with Byron Pringle. I think if he starts in that in that X spot instead of Simon Watkins, I'm really intrigued to see he gets on. So I'm going to go with him. I think it could be a breakout game for him. Hopefully. Uh,
1: Neil. Um.
2: Having done my first analytics article for the website, I'm going to go with Macaulay Hardman because he wins us games. So <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> a pick. These analytics
1: get me. Uh, I need to get into that and um, join you in the in the geek zone. Um, yeah, it's fascinated warned. me. Yeah. It really has. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to pick Tyra Matthew. I think we'll need a big game on defense. Uh, I think that, um, like you say. Josh Allen may just offer up uh, a chance or two, and um, we'll need him to be on his A game to to capitalise. So I'm going to go Tyron Matthew, and I like you say, he he especially plays well angry, and he wasn't he wasn't great against the Raiders. Um, so I I'm I'm expecting him to come back all guns blazing.
0: Hmm.
1: How about some score predictions then.
0: Just trying to do the math in my head. I reckon I'm gonna go something like, like a, like a, I think they'll hit forty this week. I know. Uh, I think they're gonna have a comeback game on offense, so I'm gonna go something like, I know, like forty-two, forty-two, thirty-five to the Chiefs. Good
2: game. I am gonna go
0: thirty-one,
2: twenty-seven to the Bills. Uh
1: Did you do that? Thirty-one is my number as well. I think we will go thirty-one, twenty-four chiefs. And I, th- I'm going to say that they score some of their points late. I don't think it's as close as that. I think I think we'll play well here. I hope so. And I, I think this could be. I think last week could have been the wake-up call that we that
0: we needed. I just can't see us having two of these games in a row I just, I really can't see it
2: I think our problems
0: don't get solved in one week that is um, the concern if 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 these concerns, if these issues are there again and there's kind of unless they've worked on them, there's no reason to suggest they won't be, then it is a concern, I just hope that they have worked on, on hiding the issues that we have
1: and what me
2: about, too. it's about a new territory, a 10, a ten o'clock kickoff on a yeah, Monday night? Yeah, I, I will buy into that any yeah. day of the week. <laughs> to a quarter past one? No thanks. 10 o'clock? Yes, please. Yeah, so
1: it's 10 o'clock hour time, so that's going to finish about 1 o'clock.
2: Yeah, I can live with that. I'm not in work on the Tuesday, that's fine for me. Yeah. It's not um, a bad
0: time. I, I'm, I'm obviously devastated this game was due to be in a few hours and it was like... What, two hours into my birthday which would have been wild to get up and watch the cheese on my birthday against the Bills in a really big game but I mean it's probably not it's one of those if you win that game you're on an absolute livener and probably don't sleep, have a great birthday if you lose that game it puts a bit of a downer on it so probably not the worst thing in the world that it's been moved but I mean the time it's been moved to is quite a nice time isn't it yeah. so, no, I agree I
1: doesn't. think
0: 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock on a Monday night is, is good because like you say these 1 o'clock games are
1: not good and the, the way that our schedules moved about we played a lot of them now, what is it? i think i saw something today we're the first team in 70 something years
0: to play three monday night games okay. in four weeks or some some we haven't played like two games that have kicked off at the same time or so i believe
2: no i agree yeah that's so a, yeah.
0: that's that's utterly ridiculous really and it's 2020 it's a covid year but I do think that that is going to play a factor because you think about the the routines that you get in as a player, that it's been impossible for the Chiefs so far this year to get in any sort of routine, like we do this on a Monday, we do this on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, run-throughs, blah, 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 but that, that's been impossible for the Chiefs and then we've had games changing last second, so these lackluster performances, you know, how much? How much can you put down to that as well? These guys haven't had any sort of normal year, and our schedule's even worse than a lot of lot of people's in terms of that. Like that's got to play a big factor. Yep.
1: It, it should, in theory, it should uh, play into our hands. You know, bringing back most of the team from last year. we've Said before that the well coached teams should do well. Mm. So in theory, we should be able to navigate that quite well. Maybe it's, maybe it's. It's the old routine, playing it um well, for for us, six o'clock on a Sunday. Maybe we just didn't like that. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that maybe that's time. what it is. Maybe maybe we, we thrive under under change. I, I don't know. Um I'm looking I'll forward to this window.
2: With, I'll clutch I'm, that straw with yeah, you.
1: I'm looking forward to this window. We've had an extra couple of days to get ready for it. You know, we're facing three games in whatever it was 12 days or whatever um, 10 days ten days. Yeah. you know before which is just going to be absolutely brutal um we were um at that point we were effectively looking to playing the bills off of a bye week as well i think mm. yes you know so as we moved so we've had a long week they've had a short well a week i guess a short week coming off a loss as well so i'm looking forward to this one and i, I um i think this is a quote unquote get right game for us um which is maybe weird that we've only had one one loss but I'm looking forward to this one I think that will wrap us up for this evening Uh, we've talked long enough Um, unless anyone else has any AOB Tomo anything else you want no no I think we've covered it all and hopefully we have a more positive podcast next week (laughs) exactly exactly. amen to that Um, just check twitter uh, we've not signed Levy and Bell yet it's the usual dross Uh, sources have told sources sources sources
0: Per sources, it's a source ketchup because you know like Patrick Mahomes followed him on Twitter. Jackie just sliding in and just being like, "Yo, what
1: the <laughs> Some ketchup?" I, did, did, I, did they share an agent or something like that? Is this someone just trying to stir the pot? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, living belt as at twenty two forty three on Thursday twenty two forty three. UK time I want to say British summer time certainly not summer here 22.43 UK time Leon Bell is not a chief have uh, we saw on Jalen is, Ramsey yet uh, <laughs> <laughs> right we're off, we're off we're not a rumour mill we're off we're <laughs> signing off and on that note right, yeah. thank you very much your time everyone um, to everyone listening do the rate, review, subscribe thing find us on Twitter or Facebook uh, we even do a bit of Instagram now because we are down with the youth <laughs> uh, hashtag in Exactly. Do all those sorts of things. Um, follow the game with us. We'll be online as usual, um, doing some uh, game chat. And uh, from one kingdom to another, from one kingdom to another, uh, we will uh, speak to you next week.